Hello, and welcome to The Campaigns, the actual play podcast from D&D Academy. I am Michael, and this is The Campaigns, A New World, episode number 14, Divine Asian. In the last episode, things really kind of hit the fan. The PCs were able to expose the slug creature that had infiltrated the nobles and taken over for Maven. While this was going on inside the tent, Durin and Valius were able to sort of start to repel an assault by some albino-looking elf-like creatures, as well as some large giant creatures. Inside the tent, Blaine eventually killed the slug creature that was Maven, but not before that creature, mistakenly thinking Blaine was going to let it live, sort of telepathically Spock mind-meld showed him a place he needed to go to be safe from these new invaders. Tredic, after using some dispel magic spells to crush some portals that kept the uh, enemy forces from overwhelming the civilians, made contact with one of those wisp-like creatures that earlier the PCs had thought were the cause of the singing that was uh, bringing civilians into the forest and causing them to turn into husks. Not actually the way that worked out. These wisps were actually the after effects of people becoming husks. And this creature was able to impart to Tredic kind of the same feeling that, hey, you need to follow me. And that's where we ended the last episode is with Blaine gathering all the civilians to him and telling them that he would lead them to the forest. While Tredic, sort of on his own, was following a wisp in what they think is to the same place. While Durin and Valius continue to hold down the battle trying to give enough time for the civilians to get away. So that's where we're going to pick up this episode, is with Tredic following a wisp, Blaine leading the civilians, and Durin and Valius still in the battle. And as always, thank you for listening. Here is The Campaign's A New World, episode number 14, Divine Asian. So I got hit ten feet. Yeah, you again. flew through ten feet through the air. And there's no way I could sneak attack. Not this. at this point, no. Okay. And you see, like all the commoners have gathered up, and they're starting to follow, like Moses through the desert. They're following Blaine out into the wilderness. But we're still fighting giants. Yes. Okay. And you notice that you're not really doing so well. That's fine. I want to go off. I want to get to like. All right. I want to throw a dagger. And then use my uh, cunning action to hustle to the side of it. Before you do that, as you sort of grit yourself that you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. A hand comes just out of your periphery as if someone wants to grab your hand and pull you up. So someone's attacking me? No, someone's offering you a hand up from your blind spot. I'll look to see who this is. Who is it? Nonami. It's Nonami. It's Nonami. (laughs) Better not be Jane. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's my hoe <laughs> what are you doing here Nanami? I'm here to help let's do this you're not here to help last time we saw each other you screwed me over yeah and if you die I can't screw you over again we'll talk later I don't have time right now right. So, so screw you over she helps you up and then she sort of pushes you towards the giant you see her sort of sneak off as if to get into like a flanking position okay. with you I'm going to throw a dagger and then sneak off because I can do that because I'm awesome. Okay. So, dagger thrown is a uh, 14. No. To hit. It misses and it actually goes sailing through the the portal and goes through the other side. Damn it. Okay. Durin, roll me a perception check. 12. You 
vaguely remember Blaine sort of yelling out, I'm I'm taking these guys, and you're dimly aware of the, the chaos around you, and you can tell that the commoners were starting to sort of run out of camp away from you. So and you they've moved 20 feet. They're running <laughs> away. That's great. I want them away. Just letting you know. And I do know that he is 20 feet away from me. Which means you're no longer protected by Moratio's seal because he comes with me. That's all right. So what are you doing? I was going to cast uh, Healing Ward on my partner here. Okay. To see if just, I don't know how much damage he took. Did he, it look like he took a significant He does look like he, well, I don't know. Are you, do you still have temporary? Look, or? What do you look like? No, I'm 26 hit points now. Okay, yeah, so so you know that your temporary hit points are your spiritual, you know, life sealed or yeah. has been absorbed and he is looking damaged. I will cast the uh, Healing Ward. And it has a radius, or a, distance, a radius of 50 feet for any creature of my choice. And it's 1d8 plus 2 hit points. Okay. And that's the closest thing I can get for... Better than nothing. Until I... Oh, great. Three for... Better than nothing. <laughs> hey, if I, so, if I go to that was zero hit points of negative three, we'll know what happened. Yep. It was all you. All right. But uh, And then I'll attack him with the spiritual... Hammer. Okay. God fucking damn. <laughs> I haven't rolled over 10 yet with that thing. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> All right. The uh, giant swings back at you this time with a 26. Oh, yeah, because you're using more dice. Well, because he's not at disadvantage anymore because of his thing going away. Oh, man. So that's Let me just roll 15. up into a golf ball. 21 points of damage. And you need oh, a strength man. saving throw. It's not good when, like, behind the DM screen, you just hear, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, 220? <laughs> 10. You fly backwards 10 feet, taking one point of damage. As so you land on your keister. Of, how much was that total, then? 25. 25. You felt that. Yeah, you better believe I did. All right, so 25. Right. Blaine. You need some of my hit points? You are running through the woods. I should not be the one running away. But. <laughs> I was thinking that you're like the toughest guy. I should have been out there this whole time, but... Yeah, what's up with your character right now? Like, <laughs> you're killing innocents, like, you swing miss, and dog. then you kill him, yeah. and so everybody knows you missed. I know that you guys can take care of yourself. And then you're running away with the people when you know there's a fight going on. What does my Guardian of Faith still look like, or how is that going um, at the portal? Is it still there, kind of... It's still there. It, it appears to be attacking other things, because there's other things trying to get through mm -hmm. the portal. So right Right now you've kind of blocked off. You have yeah, two. I just wanted it there. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure nothing was else was. No, it, it seems through. to be keeping more from coming through. Okay. You got you're dealing with two giants, and for the moment, that's all. Okay. So unless you're going to do anything else on your turn, you're just going to continue to to run. I kind of want to get in the mindset of Blaine right now. Like, what's all right, Valius, you know that the commoners have started to filter out, and at least most of them are actually out of the village now, or out of the the, the camp area, and are going into the woods. Uh, okay, how far away are they? Because mechanics-wise, are not that far. Yeah, 50, in, feet. Uh, 50 feet. So, obviously, I need to buy at least three more rounds before they're s even remotely safe, and that even probably won't even be long enough. So, I need to... So, first, you got to use your move to untangle from your... Yeah, that's, that's what I figured. So, that's move number one. My second move is to basically walk 20 feet. Okay. So, I want to just be there. Okay. All right. Tredic. Once you turn into a, to a deer, you're able to actually move really quickly. 
and the wisp actually speeds up so that even at your full movement, it stays just ahead of you. And it's leading you deeper and deeper into the forest. Unless you're going to do anything else, that's just going to happen. I'm completely unaware okay. of anything. Jack, you see Nonami go around and get into flanking position on the other side of the giant. So if you attack, you will have advantage, like a sneak attack situation with her. Okay, that's what I'd like to do. I'd like to sneak attack this giant. Okay. So 23. That'll hit. 13 points of damage. 13. Okay. And it's going to take its uh, counterattack with a 15. Misses. Misses. Wow. All right, that's no, like the lowest you've rolled all night. No. Nonami is going to roll with a critical success against the giant. Oh, nice. Doing max damage. So she sort of looks over at you as if in, what you got, buddy? <laughs> And as if she's trying to one-up me on Yeah, this. her dagger definitely digs in better than yours, even with your special dagger. Her attack seems to do more damage. The creature yells out in pain. It's still not English. It's not common. It's not like, ow, but it's like a sort of sound. But the creature gets to counterattack her attack as well with a 27. So she gets hit, but I don't. Correct. So she may have done more damage, but at least I was quick enough to dodge his attack. Because I knew it was coming. And she goes flying <laughs> through the air. Um, I'll give her a wink like as she's like flying. Well, when she lands, she doesn't move. <laughs> There's like rag, ragdoll physics going on with that one. Um, you know, like when you, because I don't watch golf, but you know how sometimes when you see someone swing a golf club and it's just that perfect effortless swing? Yeah. That's what this giant did. It was just pretty. All right. So she's like, ha I did burn you. And then, and then she's out. It's <laughs> just gone. That's what you're bragging. You, the commoners have fled. They are now into the forest. It is just you three and two giants How, who do not look that wounded. Uh, two giants are out now? Two giants. Oh, two, two giants. Well, I. how close am I to uh, Valius? I basically run up close to you because I went, I went, I went up to and the monster you're finding. How close is you guys are all uh, fairly close Jack together to us? Okay, so you have um, giant, all three of you, giant, and then there's a body over here somewhere. Then that's going to change the spell I was going to cast. Prayer of healing, up to six creatures of my choice within a 25 feet radius. It's 1d8, but I'm going to cast it at a level three spell, so it'll be 2d8 plus six. For their hit points. Okay. So 2d8 plus 6, and that does include you. Hopefully I roll good, guys. 8. Can't beat that on a d8. 4, so 12 plus 6, 18. So, so everybody gets Everybody gets 18, 18 hit points back. 18? Yes. Except for me. Yes. Well, not you two, because you guys aren't there. Valius. That doesn't go over my max HP, does Correct. it? Correct. You, you stop at your max. Who looks better health-wise? Travis or... I do. Rob. Well, Travis I'm, at this point is fully healed. I'm a 50 out of 56, so... So you both look pretty good. I want to tell... I'll say, Jack, make sure that all the villagers are have left the area. And um, I want to attack, and this time I'll remember my extra attack. Okay. I am not casting anything. Okay. Um, the 17 hit? Yes. I'm going to roll the next one just so I can see if I... Uh, it's too low, oh. it's 10. Nine. Okay, his counterattack misses terribly. If you want to go and roll your spiritual. I would appreciate you letting me do that. Yeah. It's Michael's world. That's right. You're just living in it. <laughs> I knew you were going to miss anyways. <laughs> Jack, you've been told to go make sure all the villagers are okay. You know one villager that's not okay. That, that'd be uh, Maven. No Nami. No Nami. Oh, yeah. 
But I see probably the rest of them following Blaine. They're actually out. Of, yeah, they're actually into the woods at this point. So basically, it's you three, two giants, and a body. Okay, I I'll go check on Nonami. So you run over to Nonami. She is very wounded, but uh, but alive. Okay, what can I do to help her stabilize her? Stabilize. So be a wisdom check. Okay, a nine. That her injuries are beyond your abilities uh-huh. that you're either going to need to get one of these guys to heal her or get her to someone who knows more about healing than you do. She's running out and... He- well, no, these two. Both of these guys can heal magically. And they're both fighting. Yes, they're the ones that are... I want to pick her up and start to run them to them. Okay. Bring them over. Durin, you see Jack run over, pick up a body of a woman you've seen before, but you don't really know that well. And he's coming towards you, carrying her like a limp ragdoll. And there's two, still two giants around you. All the villagers have gotten away. You did see her do some massive damage. I know. I know. I... All right, so you brought her right up to me? Yep. Okay, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on her. So that is... So 11 13. plus 2, 13. Okay, so he channels divine energy into her body. And you can see her wounds start to kind of heal. And, like, even her bones can, like, sort of pop themselves back into place. Uh-huh. And she starts to breathe normally. And she looks up at you through, a like, a puffy eye that starts to unswell as you look at her. And she's not the cutest girl in the world, but there's something that kind of gothy about her at that moment that just sort of triggers you. And she just sort of smiles and is like, I still did more damage than you did. <laughs> I'm just going to drop her <laughs> on the ground at that point and just be like, we'll see. Okay. And like I just saved I your she, life. She just metagamed okay. to you. Yeah, like I just saved your life, and you <laughs> want to brag about how much? That's unreal. That's awful. That is. This thing is just flying around. <laughs> <laughs> totally awful. All right, Valius. <laughs> what a terrible spell. What spell? He hasn't rolled higher than a nine. I think five times in a row. Yeah. So to hit with my spiritual weapon. Mm. How close is she to me? You guys are all close together. And you're still holding her, or do you actually drop her? No, I dropped her on the ground, because she, she's being a bitch. I'm still holding until... I'll say, you need to take them away from here, not to the battle. And I'll attack again. Okay. I'm basically holding them off as far as much as I can. 14? Does 14 hit? No. I still get to do an extra attack that throw. Okay, it's counterattack. Misses. Terribly. But I take them away from here. There's nobody else here. Everybody's gone. Go where they went. Jack. I feel like he's going to launch an apocalypse spell. All right. So what are you doing? Uh, Nunami is able to kind of stumble on her feet yeah. at this point. Mechanically, she's healed. Narratively, she's still going to be a little haggard. Okay. I want to grab her hand and just kind of run off with her towards uh, Blaine and like the rest Tiffany. of the group. You think you're alone now? Doesn't seem to be anywhere. I'm old. Okay. So you're running into the woods with a girl. Yes. Okay. Durin. We won't be seen till next game. Jack and Nonami run into the woods. It's just you and Valius fighting two giants. What do you want to do? Keep fighting or running? Run! I still think we're going to take that. But they aren't even slowed up by how much what we have. There's also more creatures yeah. that Mike hasn't launched at us yet. There's probably like another four of them. And there's probably more pearls that we're even aware of. 
So it's probably like 25 creatures you have, we're about to fight. Nobody's noticed that I've just disappeared. Yeah, Tredic's just gone. Well, in the chaos of everything, we wouldn't keep yeah. track of you. They would assume that you're with everybody. Nobody's, nobody knows. Every, every, everybody, everybody thinks that you're with somebody else. That's what's happened to you. It's well, like Home Alone. Yeah. How about I want to grab Valius's arm, and then I'm going to cast Airwalk. What? And we can fly. And then, Are you sure that's how Airwalk works? Air. Well... Says here, you basically choose can a walk one creature on within range until the spell ends. The target. What if you're not willing, though? Yeah, you could. You could not be willing. The, uh, you can move upward or downward you, you at a do, 45 degree angle at half person. speed. Treat wings. Treat winds as 20 miles an hour. You can only cast it to. You can only cast it to one person, dude. Because it's concentration up to one at hour. Fourth level or higher, I can add a target for each. Spell. Fifth level. On my card, it says fourth. At higher level, oh, I'll read it. At higher levels, when you cast this spell using the spell slot of fifth level or high, you can add one target for each level above four. You have the new spells or the old spells? The new ones that just came out today. It just said, at higher levels, add one target for each spell. But it's a fourth oh, level spell. The fourth level spell. This the this is a fourth level. Okay, spell. yes. Then yeah, at higher levels would be fifth level. Uh, and, and, and if you cast that, you probably lose your hammer or one of the other things, which is fine because it's useless, but. So you can cast Airwalk on yourself. Oh, well, I don't want to do that. I was hoping that we could just use it as a good way to escape and get to wherever they're at. But. Yep. All right. Hey, well, can I just pick him up then? Sure, it would be nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could carry him. You're strong enough. I, I will not let you pick me up. <laughs> oh, just run. Geez. That's what I'm saying. Just run. I'll be right behind you. All right. All right. So Duran takes off running. Valius, you are left alone fighting two giants. How far away does he run? He runs double move, so... Yeah, I was going to say, if that's my full action of is yeah, running. Yeah, so he's running, running. So he's at the edge of the forest. Yeah, one of Okay, I am going to cast... <laughs> Sorry, I actually didn't think that he was going to run. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, run. Oh, shit, you actually run. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, 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 don't run, don't run. <laughs> I was just being heroic. <laughs> um, I want to cast... Thunder Smite. Gotcha. Or so try to. To at least buy me some time. Uh, 11. Misses. Extra attack. Crit. Critical hit. That one hits. With Thunder Smite. Suckers. <laughs> so what, what, how are you doing that now? Because you, you've changed your well, crit rules. Basically, it's double damage, but you get maximum, and then you roll the second time. So, so 8 plus 3 is 11, plus 4 is 15. Okay. Plus my 2d6 for my thunder. So 15 plus 10 is 25. Okay. And the strength... is now staggered. Strength throw or he flies away 10 feet. And you hear loud thunder behind you guys. Right. Even you. He fails, so he does not actually get his counterattack as he goes flying through the air. His club goes one way, he goes the other. You guys hear another boom, loud thunder coming back from camp. I could have done that. So I whispered in and... I think that's all I can do. <laughs> That should be, you should still have a move. I guess I do, because that's a swift action, huh? Um, yes, I will move away. <laughs> okay, so you start to run his way away as well. His guardian fades about the same time, and a bunch of these pasty-looking elves, pasty-looking elf-like creatures start jumping through, and sort of like Indiana Jones, you guys are starting to run into the woods, and these arrows are flying after you and hitting into the trees and the bushes, but none of them do any damage. You're able to fairly quickly run and catch up with the back of the party as people are sort of 
leaving them forward following Blaine. So I leave for two. I, I handle <laughs> two out of three of these things. Yeah, and all by I, yourself. I leave for the third right. one and all hell breaks. So okay. you are actually being led by the wisp through the woods, and you're moving faster than they are. So you are actually the first to arrive as it also takes you to the same place. And this is just like the place you were oh, at before. I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought we were just going to go hang out somewhere else. No. I didn't so it's another little. Everybody else. It's another small. little like sandy, almost like a beach. It's just just sand, no vegetation. There's the magical canopy above it that sort of keeps it camouflaged. But there's a slug person there waiting. Not necessarily waiting for you, but appears to be waiting. It's like in that hybrid Zoidberg form. So as you show up, you <laughs> are you going to turn back from a from a deer? Yes. Okay. So he looks around his, and he speaks to you, and it's more like you hear it in your mind than he actually uses his mouth, and you hear him say, where are the others? Uh, what others? You came alone? Again, it's speaking in your head. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was led here by your little tissue buddy. He sends you a, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. But then he, he basically comes across, is more like images that make sense than words. He's like, well, you're the one we need. Sort of like a shrug the shoulders. And you get an image that he sort of mimes that you need to cut your hand and drip blood on that sand boxy thing that you guys saw the last time. So it's like they got the carving on top of it, the, the stone carving box. And he sort of mimes it that you need to drop your blood on it. I don't know this guy from anywhere, and he's telling me I need to make my bleed my. You mean my own blood? Make me bleed my own blood? Yes, and he's sort of looking at you like. I don't have any. I I do have a venom dagger. That yeah. seems like a. But, <laughs> but you don't have to act, activate the venom portion. <laughs> oh, God, you could give yourself a paper cut if you needed to. I will. Worst blood sacrifice ever. Yeah trying to decide how don't stop your eyeball either that's not a good idea this guy is very good at convincing me of this well or, i mean but he's not threatening he's just sort of like well, i mean not not in a threatening manner but like i understand like what what is this going to accomplish um I you get the sense that it will open i, I guess i would be intrigued <laughs> natural 20 so the first roll it doesn't mean anything and you get a critical <laughs> success so you stop yourself in the eye <laughs> I sliced my hand off. All right. So you know you, what? Maybe you need to be a masochist. Like, maybe you're polished to come from bleeding yourself. So you, you cut your hand. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's some sort of thurgist, uh, blood mage. Yes. The, the blood drips on top of this stone carving, and it starts to fill in sort of the, uh, the, the negative pattern. space pattern. And once it gets completely full, the, uh, the entire thing just starts to rise up. So there's like this cylinder stone rises up to about five feet tall. And then the next one over does the same thing, next oh. one over. And it makes that, that same sort of number nine pattern. And then once they're all up, they all turn at like a, a, an angle so that now their corners line up and they touch. And it essentially makes like a little spiral path. And then in the center of it, the sand starts to disappear as if it's going like down a hourglass or there's like a hole that's opened up. And essentially it opens up a little path that leads down and then it's just stairways leading down like a giant spiral staircase that just goes down as far as you could possibly see. Huh. <laughs> okay, thanks. Got to go. <laughs> yeah. Just look at it, would you? Just look at that. Huh. So you coming with me or? Yes. It, and it sends the messages and, you know, I'm waiting for you. Go right ahead, sir. All right. He, he starts going first. And again, as he walks in and then there's just like a spiral Does staircase. Does close up behind me? 
Um, he's, he's saying that it will close eventually, but we will have time. I'll, I'll follow him. Okay. As you're following, you can hear from behind you huffing and puffing. As you're all alone, right? <laughs> well, I'm with Mr. Yeah. Uh, Zoidberg. Zoidberg. So, Blaine, oh, yeah, you, kinda... you burst out and you see the after effects of this. There's now... These stone columns have risen up. They've formed like a pathway, and, and as you kind of run into it, you can see that it's made a spiral staircase. And you can Do I see, see him down you there? see him like ten feet down. And there's a Zoidberg sluggo half-formed oh creature. Oh God, that's his least favorite. People. In front of him, and they're just walking down and down. Now I think you can see sort of in the dark. I have low light. But there is, I mean, it's straight down into a pitch black cavern. There is no light from below there, and it. Well, I can turn into a bat. You can turn into a bat. <laughs> or a cat. All right, so are you just going to start running down the stairway? I'm going to stand there. When I get there, I'll see him following the creature and just shake my head and think, I hope this is right. But I'll stand up there and start waving and start passing people by me. And okay. sure so like there. Fire Marshal, you're, you're making them all go through the emergency exit? Yep. All right, so you see this w- rush of people just come in behind you and start coming down the stairway as well. Now, there are no edges. Imagine stairs coming out of the wall of this big giant pit so if you fall off you're going to fall to your death unless you have ability to fly and all these people are just mad rushing down so it's a very dangerous situation and if you don't move faster they're probably going to trample you i'm going to turn into a bat okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hang on uh, mr zoidberg's shoulder okay so you turn into a bat he continues to go down he knows who i am still. the uh, the commoner sort I of rush bl- i have blind sight rush after you and you just keep going down and down and down and you're going down steps, and after like 30 minutes, you're still going down. No sign of the bottom. Thank God it took a break a while ago. And people actually start, like the adrenaline starts to wear off, and people are getting tired. Their legs are hurting, so people start to sit start down. rolling down the steps. Yeah, and, and essentially people <laughs> just stop, or they're going to start falling. So you're able to get everyone to go through. By the time all the commoners make it through, you guys show up, and so you're all able to go into the stairway as well if you'd like to um are the people still after us you think so it's dark in there yes i'll cast light on an object and okay no one has a torch no one has a torch i don't need a torch i just solved that problem for us though i mean i'll cast light. well not for 130 objects okay i just felt like someone here's the thing i can't go down the stairs until they're all down the stairs far away So I need to kind of hang out here, except if, you, if I see a door handle. Okay, so, well, you guys all kind of stop. Like, like the last few of the, of the civilians are going through. Blaine is standing there, and you and you are all standing there. Um, I'm just hanging out with Zoidberg. Yeah, well, you're, you're still going down. Because oh, okay. there's 130 people. It takes a little while for everyone to get in there and start going down. So you guys at the moment are alone. You think you're being chased, but they're not like two feet behind you. So you have a few minutes of respite. I take a quick nap. But now I know my spells again. Um, I want to say to Blaine and Duran that they they need to keep moving and and have everybody's flank. I'll stay here so I can slow them down or until they like I lose them lose sight of them. So then I know we will have enough space. So I'll say go go go. Protect their protect their back. You you're there as well. You would have caught up with the commoners really quickly. It's an extremely side note. Can I say I put that necklace in my glove of storing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sorry, that was, like, super late. I would imagine you would have done that right away. Otherwise, you would have been holding it. Yeah. So, like, you would have done that all really quickly. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, you guys start going down the stairs as well. You now have light. I'm going to say at some point, one of you 
throws a torch down that you light or you throw you make a light, light spell it drops until you can no longer see it and you do not hear it ever hit the bottom this is like an impossibly deep perfectly cylindrical shaft after about five minutes of everyone else being past you you start to hear the sounds of, of them in the forest like you can tell they're getting they're not running but they're like probably drawing closer but then you hear the stones start to twist place so you can run down <clears throat> i have dark vision so this shouldn't be an issue um, oh go ahead no i was just saying i have dark vision so i can see in the dark see. in black and white but i can still see i'd, so, like, I'd like to cast a oh i'll let you finish first say, uh, between all of your abilities you can cast light you can keep people safe it's it's going to take a quite a long time to go to the bottom but Nothing's really going to happen unless you guys want to do something. You're just going down. Start pushing stairways. everyone down. I push people. Yeah, for for hours. The the dwarves who have some experience probably would think you've gone at least a mile down on stairs, maybe even closer to a mile and a half, before it kind of comes out into an opening. It looks like a natural cavern. The the cylinder is no way it's natural. It's too perfect, and then there's stairs coming out the side of like stone. Uh, shafts that are making these stairways but once you get to the bottom it opens up into just like a, a fairly large but it's natural cavern so there's stalactites and stalagmites and the walls are curvy and uneven and just very mammoth cavey i'd like to cast a spell okay divination and divination 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 hey i just had i just had four beers not to be confused with you know deviation divine uh, mongrel insightful russian (laughs) (laughs) you again you again i did your calculus already (laughs) let me guess calculus right all right oh man (laughs) Well, so, then everyone already knows what it is then. Right? Yeah, it allows you to basically uh, guidance, right? You can sort of get like a... <laughs> I can oh, ask you, you any it's single like question concerning a specific goal within one week, and you have to truthfully answer. The reply may be in a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. A cryptic rhyme. <laughs> That's oh. what it's Jack and Jill read Okay. So what is your question? Do you like pizza? Oh. Yes. The Michael God loves pizza. That's right. All right, what is your question? <laughs> is this what we're supposed to be doing? Like, is this a safe... Are the slug people trustworthy, and is this in the best interest of the group? Well, number one, they don't like to be referred to as slug people. <laughs> well, we don't know what they are yet, so they are slug people. They're the kim- kimchi. The sluggins. I'm going to answer this that in whatever form the message comes, the sense of the answer is no, you cannot trust them. But in this case, your interests are aligned. So you guys finally made it to the bottom. Again, you're down like a mile and a half straight down underground. You're now at the beginning of this natural cavern. Durin takes a moment to cast a spell and seems to feel like you get the sense that he thinks that this isn't a great place but it's the best place for us right now sort of a situation are you guys going to do anything else or just continue forward do i sense or know that answer uh, would you communicate with what you're doing like we need to do a head count all on that person at the front of the line marketing people off uh, and i'll talk basically to blaine and say hey the door closed so we can't so we can't go out but I'll say it in confidence. Like, I don't mind if these guys hear it. Okay. 
Even though I'm not sure how I feel about Treddick yet, because he hasn't been around when I'm around for some reason. <laughs> I came and hung, helped him out with yeah. that hole that one time. So while they're that one time. while they're gathering up and talking, the sort of communicates with you that we should be safe for now, but we should also not tarry. And he offers to lead the way. I will communicate this to everyone else. Okay. My people. No My zombie dad? Where's your zombie dad right now? <laughs> zombie He's on dad? The beach in a box. Just in case you didn't know, I'm a prophet of these people. Yes, he is. This isn't for you. Don't worry, we're in a cave. I catch up towards Blaine and hand him this discreet piece of paper. Better else. When did you find time to write this? You should have been fighting monsters. When did you make paper? <laughs> he he took out a piece of tree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you conduct your head count, and one, there's there's two. no one obviously missing. Like you guys, you don't have a ledger. But every, everyone's like, up into it's like buddy check. Everybody, and there's no one missing that you can account for. Like there's Even no one no obviously. No Name. No Name is there. Yeah, I'm a stringer along. I want to. Um, if is anybody really hurt that I need to to help? Um, and Porter. These guys, I don't know. How hard are you? I'm G2G. I'm not hurt. We, wait a minute. Do we still have those uh, skill die we can roll to to get our health back? Uh, yes. You guys are. You can use your recovery dice. And it's how many D8? Uh, oh. Times your level. So whatever your number is or whatever your dice is times eight. Yeah. Eight D8. All right. I am healed. Well, I'm fully healed as well. Okay. So I've been healed. Everyone takes a few moments and again gathers yourself. And then Zoidberg starts to lead you on. He doesn't appear to need light either, even though there is light, he does kind of stay in front of it. And he leads you through this sort of underground cavern, and it continues on for, for miles. Like, you guys are walking down here for a very long time. You cross sort of like streams, but the water here appears to be normal water. So it's not the green acidic water, it's clear, blue, normal-looking water. Uh, by streams, I mean like three inches little like <clears throat> rivulets. If anyone has anything to carry water, acid looking water, be filling it up. Is it fresh or salt water? It appears to be fresh. Ooh. Uh, I will use my water skin. Okay. And because I have experience exploring, what does that tell me? Do I think there's like an underground river that's. How do I think the river exists when everything up, up, up there was good? You honestly wouldn't have any. This is. Sort of outside your okay. realm of expertise. He continues on, and eventually you come to what you could only describe Slug City as an upside-down forest. And what you realize is this must be the re- roots of the giant trees above you that have broken through, and they're, they're coming down, and there's like these little offshoot vines. So you're walking through a forest, but the trees stop like a foot off the ground, and you're walking through the bottoms of them. So it's just like an actual forest. There's leaves and brambles and trees, except they're actually roots. And it looks like there's been a path cut out. So like as you're following along, someone has cut the tops of these roots to make a path through. So if you go off on either side, you'll be going to foresty areas. You continue on. You go through this forest for quite a ways. Actually, Durin and Valius, give me a wisdom check. 19. Ooh. <laughs> 18 or 4. <laughs> oh, what did you do that? I had to move the paper. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> you um, you kind of get your wits about you and you sort of start to kind of like in your head, you're replaying all the events that happened, what's going on. And you realize that you are going back very close to right back to where the camp was. 
Like so, like you're underground, but yeah, close to where the right. Camp you're is. going back in the same general direction towards the camp mm-hmm. as you were away from it, which means you're going to the ocean. But you're down so far; it's very likely that you would be underneath it at this point, or at least underneath part of it. So you continue on, and then eventually, it opens up into just this massive, massive cavern. And there's a split second where you think that there's this creature that's getting ready to jump out at you. Like you just see this sort of beast shape and it takes a second to resolve and your light hits it. And it's, it's a wall that has been carved with these sort of diagrams or pictograms of creatures and beasts. And there's all manners of just foul creatures that are carved in on top of it. It's just like a tapestry end to end of just evil ungodly looking creatures and not just like the giants and not just like those pasty elves and not just the slugs but just all kinds of different monsters that fill this wall and the slug creature just continues to walk along this wall and you walk for like another probably seven eight hundred yards and then there's a pictogram that's carved in of a dragon and the dragon's sitting there kind of like a like a cat you know back legs together front legs in front of it wings overspread and there's doorways carved in in the area underneath the wings as if the dragon was protecting these doorways. And like all the monsters are essentially are like attacking and the dragons there is like a barrier to keep them out. And there's two giant doors that are carved in underneath one of each wing. And the slug creature looks at you. <laughs> so bad. Okay. <laughs> well, then, then, he hold, then he holds out his arm where you're dangling and he looks at you. And he telecommunicates with you, open the door. Which, which door? He then looks at the two doors that are carved into the wall. Wait, there are two, though? Yes, there's just, it's like kind of like barn doors. Oh. They're underneath the oh, dragon. It's the same. It's all yeah, one. I would kind of envision that it was a door. I thought, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they are separate, but they're, I mean, they're not that far apart. So you imagine they both go to the same thing, but there are two separate doors. Well, that makes it much easier. Okay. I, I, I will... Uh, Door number Go one. open the door. door number two. Okay. So there's not really lots. Just going of along with the uh, slug plan. Right. There's not really a handle to the doors. There's not really anything to hold on to. But as you walk towards it, you hear like a loud sort of clanking sound. And the, the door actually starts to open on its own. And it yeah. swings in. Well, at least they know who's important around here. Yes. <laughs> so do you go through? Is that it? What, what's that what everyone else doing here? I imagine they're all just standing there looking at you. <laughs> Much like we're all doing right I'm now. I'm doing this. <laughs> I, I, I will, I'll go on. Is it, I can see. Yeah, as, as it opens up, it's what's well, dark on the inside. I mean, there is no light on the inside either. I think you, you have, do you have low light vision or dark low vision? Light. Okay, there's not really any light. So unless you bring something in with you. Um, as you cross the threshold, your body, something with the, you, uh, you have a tingly sensation, <laughs> and you realize that your connection with magic is gone. Well, well that doesn't seem, uh, huh. So, no more transforming into animals, no, uh, no spells. Hmm. So, the uh, slug creature is sort of waving its hands like this. Like bye, goodbye. No, no, like trying to get you like trying to get your attention. Wait, waving me down. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> yes, Mr. Sluggo. Okay, I will go back out. All right. So he sends to you our people cannot cross. Once you are inside the city, you will be protected. In exchange for us bringing you here, we want you to free our people that are trapped inside. Can we roll for initiative? <laughs> <You're>, so <laughs> he, he can't go in the city, but there are people 
some of his people trapped inside the city? Yes. He sort of sends to you that they are trapped. Enslaved. And they cannot get back out. So he, if he goes inside, he will become trapped. So he wants you to bring he's, them back. He's not very committed to this whole thing, is he? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, he, he basically, I mean, he, he did get us away from these. Uh... He also, two of his people attacked you. I don't know why you're so. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm All right, gonna so, so, I realize so that. We'll take, a, we'll take a quick time out because there's a lot going on. So, just so Valius, what are you thinking or doing in this situation? So, you're witnessing, I am, but you that, can't I would, hear I would, the conversation. It's all mental. I, well, all I've seen is uh, Nick Cockton go inside the door. That's supposedly he's the only one that can open and then come out. So, I'm not reacting hold on, yet. Hold on, yes, yeah, if you don't mind. Just, so I'm not reacting. So I can so, what you guys are saying too. So I'm not reacting to it. I'm okay. waiting so to see what's going to happen. Waiting. All right, Jack, what are you doing? I'm a little bit nervous because I don't know what's through the right. door. So again, you guys can't hear the conversation between Zoidberg and Tredic, so you don't know the whole thing about trapped, can't go inside, and blah blah blah. You also don't know that your magic doesn't work if you cross it because he's the only one that's done that yet. That doesn't affect me. So I don't know. This whole time, like I, <laughs> I'm just curious why we're following these people who attacked us. So I probably have my dagger out the ready, and I'm probably trying to hide amongst the people out of Zoyberg's sight the whole time, there's, just in there's case. No, there's no forest down here to hide in. I know, so I'll hide amongst the crowd. Okay, so you're just Assassin's Creed style. Well, and the only all right, one that And have a before we made any kind of decision like that, I would want to talk to the group. Like the best. Okay, so you would actually want to say like, hey, hey, huddle up. Yeah. Okay. And it just between yes. us. Uh, what is that? How, how convenient. Okay. Blaine? Nothing. Okay. So are you going to actually like yeah. say, hey, hey, come here. All right. So before you, and you're having this conversation yeah, during. I'm going to address the whole thing that happened yesterday with the face sucking and the. <laughs> so why did you have like, to make out with me? Been, yeah. I'm reminded that maybe I should have brought this up. So I'm sorry. What are you saying? I'm going to address Mr. Zoyberg about okay. his, his uh, cousin's <clears throat> face sucking in me. So, and there doesn't appear to be any deception. He's mentally sending to you that essentially you are the only one that could have opened this door. So they wanted you to open it and they were going to have you do it by force. But since that didn't work, they thought that an alliance would be best. And they brought you here so you could open the door in exchange they want their people freed. You didn't do anything for us, though. I mean... You never would have found this place without us. Why did I need to find it, though? Mm, We did find the place. We just didn't have it open. <laughs> because you are protected here. Inside the city, You nothing will bother you. So, so okay, so we can just live out our days here. Yes, and you would not have found it had it not been for us. So in exchange, mm. we want you to free our people. Yeah, but I mean, you don't really have any way to hold us that against us, though, do you? I mean, you're basically relying on our goodwill at this point. Yes. <laughs> Even though you, you, you tried to kill me the other day. We weren't actually going to kill you. Mm. We needed you weak enough to be compliant. That's not how it felt. <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you just, you know, you win more with honey than you do face sucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I did sort of uh, already come along down here, though. So while you're having this, you see Duran sort of like, hey, we should, we should have a conversation here. Time out. Yeah. From the game. <laughs> Hold, hold on one second. Hey. Sucker. All right, so you guys are able yeah. to, but Kylos, Gavin, or Gunther, and Jason also walk over there with you. 
I'm just kidding. I'm not, stopping. <laughs> yeah. I'm not stopping. So, and, and they're not liking, but like, we're they not, just, we're not inviting the GM to our conversation. They just assume that they would be, you know, as the surviving <laughs> members of the council, that they would be invited to whatever powwow is <laughs> going on. They Wait, who, 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 who's new? Jason, Gunther, and Kylos, okay. the, the three other nobles. What are they doing here? <laughs> This is a decision that affects everyone, says Jason. What decision? Do we enter this city? No, we don't. Wait a minute. Before I say that. Yeah. Let, I, me, let me relay you, okay. my... You should relay important information, like, when you get it. <laughs> well, I was assuming that we weren't going to go much further than just down to the base of the stairs, and then I figured we were going to have this conversation, so I was just kind of waiting for that to happen. Okay. Wish that's happened. Yes. But... Anyway, so I don't know yet. So every so time he then yeah. relays this. Every time that you were trying to have this conversation, like someone kind of got in the way. No, in my head, I was like, I'm just going to wait for the right time to say this. Right now, we'll just carry on un- until okay. the slugs. I don't know what you want us to call them, but other than the slugs. Right now, this is a good thing for our, the people, but they are not to be trusted. They're helping us right now, but... Just be on your guard with whatever decisions we make, because there's there's a, something else at play with them, other than just. How do you know this? Through who's my my god, Paylor. <laughs> Paylor, that would be me giving a very obvious wink <laughs> to Rob. Well, now he's really just not gonna believe anything I say. Through the the divine channeling of Paylor, I I've been informed of this information about them so are you saying they're evil i'm not saying they're evil i'm just saying that they have other ulterior motives alongside us probably helping them do this but do what free their people there's something else they want us in there and we may be trapped like it's safe for us now to get away from the giants but it's not in the best interest most likely in the long run i agree 100 percent. we can't Go. I don't believe in. Pardon me, sir. Your god junk. But well, you just watched all that god junk happen upstairs, didn't you? But uh, next time it goes with my. You god have feeling. wounds. God will not believe in you either, it and that's when you'll know that you've made so, a mistake. So Kylos kind of, kind of, he's like, we've been after shelter since we got here. Is this not shelter? It is a walled, this is defensible a city. Are you going to... I'll interrupt him right there. For now, this is safe, but the slugs are not to be trusted. I completely agree. These, whatever they are... But everyone should be safe for the night, but we will have to come up with something. Are you going to share a tent with someone who wants to kill you just to have shelter? Who's that? The slug The slug people. Why are we sharing tents with them? It's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I've got that too. Yeah, of okay, course. Okay. <laughs> okay. In the game, okay. he's role playing. Because of the conversation that we're having, I'm going to have to assume the Tredic that you shared the vision and them saying they can't go in, and but they want their people freed because oh, some of what we're saying doesn't make sense. If we if we agree to, well, here's the thing: do we agree that they helped us to get here? If the answer is yes, then the honorable thing to do is fulfill our part of the bargain. If the answer is no, then that's a different story. Yes, they agreed. They yes, they helped us get here, but we owe them nothing. That's not how it works. They didn't ask for anything in return until now, after the favor's done. It's like 
Uh, otherwise, would all of us will probably be dead. I don't know about all of us. We're going to be dead if we do so, have them. So what is your actual concern? Kylo says to, to Blaine, what is your actual concern about us going into the city? What are you afraid is going to happen? We all die. That they will ambush us and kill us in our sleep? Or I that have, there's something inside here that will... I can't begin to fathom mm. how. I, I can't come up with that. But uh, before this, the only encounters that we've had with these creatures is them killing our people. His, yeah, okay, I forgot to ask. What's up with the, the husk and killing everyone? It, <laughs> okay, so it sends to you that Ooh. they were trying to get their people freed, and their first method was to infiltrate your camp, manipulate you into coming down here, and freeing their people. But now we're on good terms, right? So yeah, what's, what's up with, you know, killing everyone? That was part of infiltrating the camp was... Yes. I mean, so, they they could have just like come up and ask us. Or, what you, know. you what you would now realize is that when they killed the people, they actually became the people. So they were able to come back and infiltrate as imposters, and you guys didn't all, always know who was <laughs> yeah, supposed to be there. I got that. Right. Yeah. So they couldn't walk into slug people and be like, "Hey, come with us." So they were infiltrating. They speak, communicate with us, I guess. That and also, if they were slug people, you probably wouldn't have listened <laughs> to them. Yeah. Huh. I want to make a deal with this slug person. If he can get me Maven's original body, I'll agree to go free his people. Um, can you? It's probably already. It's, it was definitely hussed up. up Tredic, can you ask them why his people are trapped in there? Why did they go in there if they didn't, if they knew there was an issue? We were once able to be inside there, and we had infiltrated. Come and go as you please. We had infiltrated their civilization society as well, and then there was a change. And then we were no longer allowed or no longer able to be in there. And all those that are, were in there at the change are trapped. Yeah, they tried so, to take so, over the yeah, city. Say, they what, fought them back. Why, why should I lock them out for you? You've, all you've done is been parasitic. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know how to. Ex- I don't know how to get this across in game terms. So I'm just. Get, I'm gonna have to say it out of game. But pretend that it's Blaine using different words. That would actually make. Sense I'm probably confused. Okay. Um, why would you? Why if someone breaks into your house, kills somebody in your house, then tries to kill you, but you stop him, and then he says, "I really need your help." What would you do? Now I don't know how to get that across in Blaine's words, but there's no reason. I it's, think it's I think that would I, I think that would translate to fuck you, and then you hit him with a hammer. It's, the only upside of that is though is say also a grizzly bear breaks into your house, and then the intruder that killed somebody in your house gets you out of there and says, "Hey, by the way, I could use your help." Yeah. Either way, I mean, I'm not saying to help's the case, but it does a little bit. It does just like not. just like that. Here you go. The guy who broke into your house kills the bear who followed in who was going to attack you and kill you, and then he's like, hey, how about you just give me that stuff I was going to steal? <laughs> no, he also killed other people in your house first yeah. before he killed the bear. And then asked for there's, a favor. There's no fathomable reason why anyone... Okay, this is in Blaine, from Blaine's mouth. Why anyone should even be thinking about it's helping these people. Mouth. These creatures. They're not even people. Sorry to sound racist, but they're creatures. <laughs> Tred- Tredic. Specious. Tredic. Specious. Tredic, can you find out what happened to the people that were in the city? We don't know. Those of us that were on the outside can't go in, and those of us that were in on the inside can't come out. I'm saying there's a good reason for that. 
and we'd be stupid to interfere with it. Well, we also have two two ideas here. We can either go in where it's claimed to be safer, or B, stay outside here where it's obviously pretty dangerous and we can even take on two Goliath people, giants. Are we able to get out? That's a good... We should send in your bird to find out. Well, what if my bird can't get back out? Well, it's a dead bird. You can make another. No, I can't. (laughs) He's one and only. We can figure out some way. (laughs) <laughs> Real quick to test if you can come back in and out, or if it's just amongst these people. I think before we agree on anything, we need to see what's going on in there, because maybe there's a group of people in the city that don't want us to live there, then we have a different problem. And if it's their house, then we don't have a right to actually invade it. Haven't we already kind of invaded this world? Not necessarily. We haven't affected any human beings, except the dead ones. So so <laughs> Kalos looks around and says, We need a volunteer. Someone to enter and exit the city. Uh, that would be me. Our party or the rest of the people? He's a... He's a I say that would be me. Oh, I was about to shove no Nami. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Esteban. They, so they all look at you expectantly. I'll enter the city. Okay. As you cross, cross the threshold, you feel your connection with your god and your magic, even like your weapons and armor, whatever, and you have this magical, you just sort of sense that that just shuts off. Otherwise, you're unaffected. Like, you does can. that feel like an evil presence to me, or does it feel like a I don't have a? It's it, it it's not evil. It's just the complete absence of magic. Okay, that's kind of terrifying to me. But I'll okay. continue moving forward because it's for the people. So, as you enter in, you see just a vast city. This is probably twice as big as the capital city that you're used to. It's just um, almost unimaginable scale. The city. It's not big, like large. It's just. Fast. So it's like San Diego. It's like two miles just worth of city, up. but it's like not but very dense. The first thing that you notice, and you would notice it, oh, no one else probably would, that you recognize the construction as the same type that the stone giants made. How? So stone so giants. Going back to the beginning, you guys, there was a stone giant empire that had enslaved humans and dwarves for hundreds and thousands of years. The buildings here were built by the same hands that built the, their city. So what the things that you would call stone giants built the city. So, But it's normal-sized. It's like people-sized. And then you also see... And the stone giant cities where we're from were big. Uh, they were bigger than normal human size, yes, because they were for themselves. And for the listeners, that, and I'll explain this on the first podcast, stone giants are like a combination of a golem a war-forged, and an earth elemental. So they were like these nine-foot-tall rock monsters, but they had humanoid arms, legs, heads. So they were larger than life. So the things that they built were for their size. Those things built this, or something similar, but they built it for human-sized people. The other thing that you see is in kind of in the center of the city, which honestly is probably kind of far away, but you see two red lights about 300 feet straight up, just kind of glowing but it's it's too far in the darkness for you to make out where they're coming from. But otherwise, the city is empty. You don't see any people. You don't see any carts. It's just completely abandoned. So this is what you see just stepping in like 10 feet. Do the lights appear like spotlights or do they appear like buildings with lights? Uh, they look, it's too, there's too far away. Like this, this is something that's really far away into the darkness. You'd have to get closer before you'd be able to see it. How far away is it? Hundreds and hundreds of feet. So not that far. It's not like 20,000 yeah, miles, miles away. It's just 
like your dark vision goes like 60 feet. It's okay. Further. I want to yell behind my door. I'd be like, I'm going to be back in 10 minutes. Are you guys going to let Valius go off on his own for 10 minutes? I am looking away already. I'm let him dig his own grave. Are you going to let him go or are you going to follow him, Duran? I'm not waiting for them. I, I know. I, I, I know. followed him. I, oh my God. Jack? I want to sneak and follow. Okay. What's going to happen to our people well with two <laughs> slugs that I don't trust? That's what's tying me up. Of course I want to go with you guys, but all the people. And then there's two slug people that Okay, fine. Stay trust. behind him and help. Well, who's the second slug? What's important here? You'd rather go off than protect these people. Than protect our people, us. We're trying to secure a more secure future? <laughs> All right, so if you step through again, Tredic, again, once again, you're this slammed off from your magical connection with the, the world. Um, otherwise, you don't really feel affected. As soon as you step through, the necklace falls to the ground. And my, oh, gotcha. Turned off, so it just, yeah. ding, 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 There was a necklace. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, yeah, just whatever you have stored, which I think is only one thing, but whatever's stored in there falls out and just hits the ground. He goes through, he's like, but otherwise, you guys are unaffected. You enter into the city again, as I described before, it's, it's, you guys would also recognize the buildings look similar to these old buildings from legend, but you weren't as intimately familiar as Valius would be. City seems to be completely abandoned. Valius is leading you basically straight forward on a straight path. And it's, it's like a wide alley or a wide, wide roadway. So there's no houses directly in front of you as you walk up. My and what you eventually out. see is you don't know if it was a stalactite, stalagmite that joined together. If it was carved, you can't really tell, but there is this gigantic dragon statue pillar that goes from the base of the ground all the way up to the top. And it's carved as if its wings were sort of like holding the roof above you up. Oh, another dragon. And it's sitting there and it's got like a, a mouth that sticks out and it looks like it's like a balcony. So it's like you would actually be able to walk out of its mouth. And the two red lights are its eyes. And it's it's a steady red light. So you don't know. It doesn't look like it's firelight because it would be flickering. It's just a solid red light on the inside. Tredic, can you go out there and explore? But be safe. You're not going to. Oh, I can't. Yeah, when he tries to transform shapes, he's unable to. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm going to pick the necklace up off the ground, put it in my vest that has many, numerous pockets. And not then, magical pockets. They're yeah. not magical. They're just kind of sewn in and whatnot, specially made. And then I want to try to go back through the portal okay. that we walked in. You're able to cross through without any... And as soon as you do, you sort of sense that your items regain their magic. Like you, the, 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 the familiar sort of hum or feeling that you get is returned. Um, okay. The dragon mouth, there's no obvious way we can go to it, right? It's right. just like up 300 right. feet high, and it just like looks like a balcony to us. Yeah, it looks like a giant stone dragon pillar, but it's like 400 feet high. The mouth is about 300 feet high, so it actually extends, like the, the wings extend above it and out, but there's no doorway in the base that you can see. It, it appears that the only opening is the mouth that's 300 feet in the air. Okay. I would like to use my explorer skill to figure out the following things. One, can this place actually sustain life? I have, do, have I seen food sources, water sources, or do we just have a bunch of field, buildings and nothing else? And I want to see when do I believe was the last time there was civilization here? Okay. Like how long ago? So the first part you would have to explore more because you haven't seen 
life sustaining thing, but you've only seen a 1% of the area. You've basically seen the, the main thoroughfare and you would imagine that it has been abandoned for hundreds of years, if not more. Like there's no sign of life left here that you can see. There's no people, there's no footprints, there's no carts, there's no... And no warmth and stasis. That you have seen. No. So you see, you guys see Jack come back out. He walks back out of the the, the building. Kind of like do you think we should yell really loud? Like driving gloves. But otherwise he seems... To see if anybody hears us. I just want to say that it's okay for us to cross back and forth, but... Huh? Things are a little different over there. He could hurt or could not. What do you mean? He's a slug. Kill him. Huh? He's a slug. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, don't, I don't know how to quite explain it. Just, oh, I can't do thunder and strike. Things feel different. I'm going to just make it thunder When I come back here, I, res- I feel as if my power is being restored to me. I want to very but loudly yell, hello. I'll I can't wait. I'm not yeah. magic. You're not it echoes. Yeah, so it's hard no for me to describe. describe. What are you doing, Tredic? Yeah. I, we were basically you, trying to decide what we were doing. And I guess the medical character guys were probably hard. obviously <laughs> nervous. <laughs> I, I understood what you were doing. And it fell forward uh, on my face. We did. We are going to go back. Okay. So about about 10 minutes later, Tredic and Valius come back outside and relate to you. It seems to be a giant abandoned city. I'll say we have not seen any food sources or water sources. So the city might be okay, but there might be no food here. Just well, let's let the... Uh, and I'll say, it looks like nobody has been here for hundreds of years. What do the slugs say after that? How long do the slugs live? What's the uh, life cycle? You get the feeling that he's communicating with you through images that they have a long life, but they're, these people that are still inside are their ancestors, but they are in a stasis that they should be able to awaken from. So if they're returned to them, then they'll be alive. Ask them um, if we find their people, where we should take them. We just we need them brought outside of the city. Once they're outside of the city, they will... And what's going to happen to us at that Yeah, what are, what's going to happen when they come out of the city? They will be freed from this stasis, and then we will go back our own way. We shall be worshipped as well, heroes. What way is that? Because there's no safe way up, up on the... For you, we have lived here for millennia. Where is here? They call it the world. They don't. It's not. It's not like America. Yeah, America. <laughs> oh, you know where you are, America. But we will go back to our homeland and leave you here. As, as you can see, we can't come into that city. I don't. I haven't seen you attempt to come into that city. He hesitates. He. You. You get the sense of fear. Like he doesn't. Duran, think about that. Duran, pick him up and try and throw him over. Duran. Duran. Rob. <laughs> huh? Rob, you do it. You're no, no, I was, I was, I was asking your character name. I'm like, come over here for a second. I want to like be as far away as possible from a from a warm ball still being like, you know, being able to see them. I'm like, and we'll talk kind of like you, in a broken. Book I'm like, I'd be like, zone of truth. Do you have it? I have it. Only we need to rest and pray for it. I feel the same way. I think we need to ask more questions before this warm guy I tomorrow. Completely agree with that. Plus, everybody's tired. Yeah, and I'm Plus, low on spells. Well, Sluggo will look at you and say, I appreciate your hesitation, but you are you But you are not safe necessarily here. There are natural predators that prowl these caves and forests and rivers. But once you cross into the threshold, you are protected. And how are, what are you going to do out here? Aren't you going to be attacked by these creatures also? We, these are natural predators to us. We are familiar with them. We, we are in danger, but we can protect ourselves. We've been in danger every day since we've been here. So why would you not want to finally have a moment's rest? Even if you step just inside and close the door, 
we will wait out here, or we will come we, inside we forever. We stepped inside and just closed the door and just stayed in there. <clears throat> there is nothing we could do about it, but nah. we but we hope that you would bring our You'll brethren right where you were. to us. Gotcha, right by the balls. <laughs> what are we gonna do with all these these <laughs> stasis slug people? <laughs> Set them free. Bring them to us outside the door. Even just go get find one, find one of our brethren in one of the houses. And you can see that when they cross, they will become free. That is all we wish is for our people to be returned. Would you not do the same in our situation? You can give us feedback and comments at our website, dndacademy.com. You can check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.